0: Very pleased to be joined by Ray Dittinger on a football Friday week four as the Eagles try to get their first win of the season. 1999 was the last time they were winless after four games, so they're going to try to avoid that this Sunday night against the 49ers in Santa Clara, California. Ray, good morning. Thank you for the time. Um, What would you like to see from the Eagles this week in terms of their overall play, obviously besides from getting a win?
1: Well, very simply... Uh... On the offensive side of the ball, um, more consistency and better play from the quarterback, I think, kind of has to start there. I mean, he's, everybody's focused on him, and he's been taking a real beating in the court of public opinion. Uh, and I'm certainly not saying that Carson Wentz is the only problem. Um, but when you rank 33rd in a 32-team league in terms of quarterback play, there's obviously a problem. So he has to play better. When guys get open, he has to hit them with the ball and he can't. And he has to stop turning it over, making those costly mistakes. That's the offensive side. On the defensive side, um, the defense has to do something this week it hasn't done through three games and that's take the ball away from the other team. Uh, the Eagles are one of the very few teams in the league that don't have a single defensive takeaway through three games. Uh, they have one takeaway overall and that was on a fumbled punt in the Rams game. But uh, So that goes to the special teams, but the defense doesn't have a single takeaway. And it's hard to win in the National Football League if you don't force turnovers. And the Eagles' defense hasn't done that. So if you boil it all down, offensive side, better play by the quarterback, defensive side, forcing the other team to turn the ball over.
0: So, and, and that's interesting that you brought up the turnovers because we hear the Eagles talk about that all the time. Um, they say, you know, they got to let it come to them. But, Ray, how, how do you generate turnovers? Because you're right, the Eagles have not done that so far this season.
1: Well, Jim Schwartz, the defensive coordinator, talked about that. Um, uh, it should should guys take more chances. Should guys uh, be more aggressive, going for the football and try and force that opportunity uh, at the risk of making a big mistake and giving up a, giving up points to the other team. Um, it's a very uh, it's a very fine line to straddle. You know, I I'm I'm not a big proponent of gambling uh, and leaving your position to just chase a play and just go on. I had a feeling, and and just go on gut instinct, and and try and go make a play and gamble and hope it turns into a turnover, because it could turn into a big play the other way for the other team. I think you go. I think you got to go play good, sound football. Uh, you got to play assignment football. Do what you're supposed to do, uh, and just and uh, just be aggressive about it. Be physical about it. Um, swarm to the football. Get a lot of guys around the football uh and hope you can knock one loose or strip it something like that um but i mean there's a temptation now when you're when you're in the kind of mode that the eagles are in right now where you just can't force those breaks that you know you you begin going outside the scheme and guys taking it on themselves trying i'm going to make the big play and sometimes that can backfire i think you just got to go play good sound defense but be as physical as you can and when, you, when, when the other team runs the ball, just try and get as many people around it as you can and hope you get that opportunity. You know, turnovers generally come in bunches. When you start to get, when you get one or two, sometimes it leads to three or four. And uh, the Eagles are certainly due to have a game like that, and that would, that would help them tremendously right now because uh, uh, teams – I mean, the defense has played okay through two games. I mean, the, the Rams game was a bad game, and everybody admits that. Uh, but they've played pretty well in t- against the run at least in two of the three games and they're going to have to do that this week with the 49ers. They can run the ball and they have a really good really really good run scheme under coach Kyle Shanahan.
0: You know, lo- looking at really at the offense because there was a lot of offensive players yesterday but and Wednesday too the injury report this week Ray has been really long. Uh what challenges are created from that? So what what are, what kind of challenges are the Eagles dealing with right now with so many players who haven't practiced this
1: week? Well, um you look around the league, a lot of teams are facing that. In fact, the team that they're playing this week are facing that. The 49ers have just as many injuries as the Eagles, if not more. Uh, the difference is that 49ers have better depth. Uh, and when one guy goes down, when they do the next man up thing, the next man up is usually a pretty good player. Uh, with the Eagles, they can't always say that. And that's that's the problem. The Eagles have... You know, their their drafting record over the last several seasons has not been very good. Uh, and they've had several poor drafts back-to-back. Uh, and that catches up with you. It's caught up with this team now. Uh, and right now, where that really hurts you is on, in your backup players. You have injuries, and the Eagles certainly have injuries. Uh, now you got to count on some guys that you, you've signed from other teams, guys you are signed off the street. And uh, that's where you really get hurt. If you draft well, if you draft consistently well over time, which is what the 49ers have done. I mean, they have really built this team through a series of really good drafts. You don't want to lose a starter, but if you do, you feel pretty confident in the guy that's taking his place. And that's why we, when you got two really battered teams playing this week, the team with the better depth figures to be the better team. And I think right now that's the 49ers.
0: So with the, the fact that the 49ers are banged up like the Eagles, who to you that is healthy right now and, and that is going to play this weekend or even likely play this weekend, who stands out to you on San Francisco?
1: Well, I, even though he's not normally the starter, uh, I have to talk about Nick Mullins. Uh, oh. he's, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo is, is the starter and uh, yeah, you know, would expect him to be because he helped this team get to a Super Bowl last year. But Nick Mullins is really good. When he's had opportunities to play for this team, uh, he has played very well. And last week, Garoppolo couldn't play because he had an ankle injury, and they put Mullins in there. And even though they're playing the Winless Giants, uh, he ran that offense with total confidence. I mean, he threw for 340 yards, uh, and I mean, he looked. He looked like a starting quarterback in the NFL. If you would watch that game, pop that game in the tape, and you watch it, you'd never think, hmm, there's the backup quarterback. I mean, he ran that offense without missing a beat. So uh, I was very impressed with Nick Mullins, but I've been impressed with him before. So uh, this week, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo has not practiced, uh, and with high ankle sprain, I kind of doubt that the 49ers are going to try and force him back into the lineup if he's... Uh, if he's if he's a little even a little gimpy, based on what they've seen with Nick Mullins, a healthy Nick Mullins, they've got confidence with him, and I think he's going to be the starter on Sunday. And if the Eagles are hoping that okay, we cut this other team playing their backup quarterback, well, right now he's not playing like a backup quarterback. He's playing well enough to beat anybody.
0: Well, he certainly played well enough to beat the Giants very easily. Uh, what are your key matchups this weekend?
1: Well, I think that. Uh, the, the one area, when, when you match up these two teams, the one area where you kind of say, I think the Eagles have a chance to win right here, is the interior of their defensive line, which is Fletcher Cox, assuming he's able to play, and I think he will, and Malik Jackson and uh, Javon Hargrave, uh, against the interior of the uh, of the 49ers' uh, offensive line. Right now they're playing with a backup center, and uh, and he's... Sort of good enough to get by with, but I would think that the Eagles can the Eagles can take advantage of him. I mean, they're stronger than he is inside. Um, 49ers are good at the tackle position. I mean, Mike McGlinchey, who's the kid from Philadelphia from uh, from Penn Charter High School, uh, and of course Trent Williams, who everybody remembers from his days with Washington. They they give the 49ers real good strength at the two tackle positions inside, not so much, and at center. Not so much. So I think if you're looking for a matchup that you can say, yeah, I think the Eagles can win. I think the Eagles can have an advantage here. I think it's right there, right in the middle of the trenches. Those guys, if they can do what I think they can do, they can begin to limit that running game and get some interior pressure on Nick Mullins.
0: So then, uh, Ray, what is your final score and prediction? I have the Eagles losing twenty-seven seventeen and going winless through the first four games for the first time since Andy Reid's first season and when Doug Peterson was quarterback. Uh, what's your prediction and what's your score?
1: Yeah, I can't disagree with you, uh, Dave. I, I, you know, I look at I look at all the matchups here, and you know, Forty Nine ers are a good team. Uh, I mean, they went to the Super Bowl last year, got a lot of the same guys back. I mean, they've got a lot of injuries, but they have the depth to survive it. I think, uh, you know, the Eagles understand the, the situation they're in. I mean, at 0-2 and 1, that's not good. 0-3 and 1 is worse. So, I, I mean, they 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 understand that uh, that they got to turn they got to turn this thing around, turn it around quick. So, I expect them to go out there and play hard, uh, and uh, and hang with the 49ers. But I just can't see them winning the game. Uh, so, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it. A little closer than you because I think the defense is going to keep a minute. But I just don't know that the Eagles can match them point for point. So I'm going to say 49ers, 24 to
0: 20. 24-20, 49ers over the Eagles, and that would make it a very, very upsetting Monday morning for Eagles fans as the last three have been as well. Ray, I would be remiss not to ask you about this before, um, before we part ways today. Um, Tennessee, the Tennessee COVID-19 situation. Uh, what are your thoughts on what's been going on with them?
1: Well, I think that everybody kind of expected that something like this was going to happen. Uh, I I don't think anybody was so um, naive as to think that the National Football League was going to be able to start this season in a pandemic and go through an entire regular and postseason and not have an outbreak somewhere. Um, And so they've got, uh, I mean, they've put all all the protocols in place that they know what they have to do. And uh, the league is doing what it has to do. The Titans are doing what they have to do and they're trying to juggle the schedule as best they can um, and just try and control it. I mean, they've been, they're fortunate in that the team that Tennessee played last week, the Minnesota Vikings uh, don't seem to have brought any of it back to Minnesota with them. Um, And overall, I mean, I'm kind of pleasantly surprised. I think the league is pleasantly surprised that they haven't had more of this, but they're dealing with it now. And, uh, It's going to force teams to juggle their schedules. It's going to force the league to juggle their schedules. You've already seen that. Uh, Looks like the Pittsburgh Steelers are getting this week off, which means they now have a bye week before they play the Eagles, so that impacts the Eagles. I mean, there's going to be ripple effects all across the league just because of the world we're living in right now. Um, But if they can keep it, if they can sort of limit these situations and deal with them, I think, uh, to this point, as well as have dealt with the one in Tennessee, then – You know, the NFL might just make it through the season. I didn't think they would have a chance to do that. I just thought it was sort of an unrealistic, hopefulness that they could make it through. But so far they have, and uh, you just got to keep your fingers crossed that from week to week you don't have, that this doesn't pop up in other places. But not unexpected, um, and, uh, you know, Tennessee Titans are doing the best they can with it, and so is the rest of the guys in the National Football League.
0: Well, hopefully hopefully they're able to get it under control and keep everybody safe. Uh, Ray, thank you for the time as always. Um, uh, Get some rest over the weekend. It's going to be a late game Sunday night, bright and early Monday morning. Look forward to breaking it down with you then. Thanks for the time.
1: All right, Dave. I'll talk to you then.
0: Talk to you then, Ray. Hall of Famer Ray Dininger of 94WIP. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island